0: Hello and welcome to Brexit Business Podcast, episode 152. I'm your host, Malcolm Gallagher. In this issue, our new short form podcast, there's Hughes News, where Hugh Morgan Williams brings you his digest of the latest news, including this episode, supply chain difficulties. In my Malcolm's monologue, I'm having a bit of a personal rant about the situation and the fact that politicians are not good at finishing the job. Brexit has not delivered and we've been left hanging. In Hugh's view, Hugh gives his expert opinion on
1: trade treaties. So let's go straight to Hugh's news. This week, the government postpones post-Brexit border checks again. Marks and Spencer blames Brexit for the closure of 11 French stores. A slump in trade with the EU stifles exports and hardline Brexit negotiator Michel Barnier Embrates the merits of Euroscepticism Employers groups have given a mixed reception to a delay in the implementation of post-Brexit border checks on certain imported goods and have warned the Government it must do more to help traders prepare. The government's pushed back implementation until July 2022, including physical checks on food and other animal-related products. The Government yielded to warnings from business that the necessary infrastructure wasn't ready Some ports have actually demolished buildings erected to support the cheques because they haven't been given enough guidance from government. In addition, business concerns about lack of advice from officials and that the controls were due to come in at a time of severe strain on supply chains and the shortage of lorry drivers shows no sign of coming to an end. Supply chain difficulties are being blamed on a slump in exports to the EU. Figures from the Office for National Statistics showed the trade gap increased by more than 700 million to 12.7 billion during July. The change was driven by a 6.5% fall in goods exported to Europe. Signs that all is not well have been increased by the news that Marks & Spencer is shutting 11 of its French stores and blames Brexit for it. All 11 stores it operates with its partner SFH in France will close by the end of the year. The company said supply chain problems since Brexit had made it near impossible to maintain standards of food supply. Nine stores run at French travel hubs will continue to operate, but the company says that since Brexit, delivering fresh and chilled products has been almost impossible. French ministers have accused Home Secretary Priti Patel of breaking their trust over the Channel migrant crisis after she threatened to withhold millions of pounds that was promised to help prevent migrant crossings. The French have also refused British requests to deploy joint patrols in the Channel to intercept migrant crossings. The French Ministry called on Patel to clarify the terms of our cooperation, adding there was never any question of paying the money on a results basis. Angela Merkel is being seen by many Europeans as a future President of the EU, after she steps down from her role as German Chancellor. In a survey, 41% said they'd back Merkel compared with 14% who saw President Macron as the best candidate. Merkel has been silent about her plans, apart from saying she'll take a break after being Chancellor for 16 years. Michel Barnier, who is throwing his hand in the ring for the French presidency, seems to be adopting a more flexible profile compared to his Brexit negotiator role. Speaking at a rally in Nîmes in southern France, he said it was time for France to regain its legal sovereignty, and no longer be subject to the judgments of the European Court of Justice or the European Court of Human Rights. His comments have caused a degree of incredulity when reported back to Whitehall. It's good he saw our Brexit argument so compelling, one government figure said.
0: Hello, Malcolm Gallagher here with Malcolm's Monologue. Now, I may be in danger of annoying some viewers and listeners, but sometimes you've just got to get it off your chest. I think the UK is becoming too elitist. Yes, PM Boris talks about humanity, but are we practising what we preach? Look at the Afghan situation where we left so many behind and even had an MOD data leak. Look at what is happening in respect of poverty amongst children in the UK, and much, much more. I also think that the whole UK-USA trade deal has been another rabbit away, as they say. What special relationship? What assumptions were made? Each week I interview at least six thought leaders who are based in the USA for our BVTV network at bizvision.co.uk. Now, our network has now thousands of viewers and listeners in the USA with over 300 USA business and thought leaders interviewed since March 2020. So I've gained a good understanding of working with Americans and their culture. They're not sitting there saying, Oh, how wonderful, UK. So, we want to do a deal with you. In the USA, you've got to sell, sell, sell. There's no favours in business. Yes, the UK image is still important, and I play a notch at PVTV, believe it. But if Brexit is to come to anything, then we must up our competitiveness. And that comes in new guises these days, with the need for new skills. Increasingly, it's not what you do or what you make, It's who you are that wins. The need for agility, adaptability, visibility and consciousness is key to trading these days. Do you agree with my thinking? I fear that our politicians are using the typical diversionary tricks to move away from a contentious subject. You know yourself that cut past the waffle and get to the problem is key. Brexit has not delivered. I suspect some politicians think, so let's move on to diverting people's minds to, say, climate challenges. No, not that it's not important, but the secret to any good leadership is not the strategy, but the execution of the strategy to its right conclusion. Increasingly, it seems that the EU may be getting ahead of us in certain areas. Certainly, we have made the mistake of thinking uh, we could get out being the same old UK. We cannot do that. Same old, same old doesn't work. It's not attractive to those who want to buy from us. We need new vigour, less political diversions and a clear and united – and that's a United Kingdom – determination to win through. Fake and misleading news exists and it can be dangerous for you. Get a true view of the news with Hugh's View from
1: Hugh Morgan Williams. Often prickly, but always insightful. Britain now has a new foreign secretary in Liz Truss, former trade secretary. She apparently impressed the Prime Minister with her enthusiasm for doing post-Brexit trade deals and for showing the world that Brexit is more opportunity than challenge. She's understood to want to make Britain's foreign policy more closely allied with its trading interests, using the power of the diplomatic service and the aid budget to boost exports. However, she needs to be aware that new export markets are not built overnight. They take decades to mature and prosper and rely on personal relationships built up over time. The government's wave of a flag or the signature on a trade treaty is no substitute for mutual trust and self-interest. And this is a message that needs to be broadcast across government. It's no good signing a trade deal with India unless we're prepared to encourage Indian students to study and more crucially work here. Just one example. Foreign policy must be allied with immigration policy and trade policy across government to herald any success in this area. We wish her well, but the jingoistic nature of this government should teach us there will be many rocks in the way of this new initiative.
0: Thanks Hugh. Do let us know your thoughts on our comments, good or bad. Email mgmg mg at bizvision.co.uk. That's mg at bizvision.co.uk. Or send us a message via bizvision.co.uk. bizvision.co.uk. Now, in our next episode, we'll just be entering October. Let's not forget the forecast of winter of discontent. But let's not allow it to depress us. Let's look for opportunities, not the problems. Thanks for listening.